Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Marketing Your Car. Welcome to the Marketing in Your Car podcast, where you can increase your traffic, conversions, and sales in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host, Russell Brunson. All right, guys, so I'm driving cautious today because I couldn't find my wallet this morning, which happens more often than I'd like to ever admit, but... That's where we're at today, so I do not have a license with me. <laughs> um, good thing it's all back roads from my, from my house to the office. So, um, All right, so hope you guys had an amazing weekend. Um, for me, it's Monday morning right now. It could be any time for you. I mean, some of you guys might be listening to this like 10 years from now. I could be dead, for all I know, and iTunes just doesn't shut it down. And you guys listen to this like 100 years in the future, so, so it's pretty sweet. That is the power of what we all do. So... Uh, anywho, but as of today, um, I'm really happy. I had a, an amazing Saturday. Um, Saturday, I remember, I felt, I remember sitting there looking around and feeling, and I was just like, I feel like this is like one of the most amazing days of my life. Like, uh, if every day was like this, it would just, like, anyway, it was amazing. I was home with my kids. Um, I was out in the wrestling room with my kids. We went hot tubbing with the kids. Um, like, and then I went on a date with my wife to go see the piano guys, and just like, it was just, it was amazing. So, Days like that make everything, um, just kind of puts everything in perspective, makes it all amazing. So that was really fun. And then yesterday, I, so I'm a Sunday school teacher at, at my church. Some of you guys may or may not know that. And so I teach the 14, 15 year old kids, which is a fun age because about 15, 16 is when kids go insane. At least that's when I did. And so I am <laughs> hoping to have a chance in my own little way to touch their little hearts before they get to the insane stage. And so, um, that's it's a it's a fun age to teach, and I have like twenty something twenty one kids in my class, um, which is just way more than one teacher should ever have to teach. But it is what we've got, and so it's kind of fun of teaching them. And uh, the stuff I taught them yesterday actually really really applies to you, who is listening. So um, today, I'm gonna put on my my uh, my church hat, and I'm gonna be Brother Brunson today. And I know that some of you guys. <laughs> You know, you obviously didn't come and listen to this to hear a church sermon, but I promise this relates to you. And uh, even if you don't believe in anything, even if you don't believe in God, um, it, it doesn't really matter. I think this is still something that's valuable to you. Um, and uh, I hope that you get some value out of it. So there you go. All right. So um, it's uh, there's kind of three core pieces that I taught them that I thought was really, really cool. And, um, and it's kind of been like a guiding force in my life. And so I want to share them. So the three, the three core concepts you got to understand. So I'll share all three and then I'll kind of tie them all together. So the first one is actually, um, so in Mormon theology, one of the, uh, we, we have a couple of books of scripture. Like one is the book of Mormon. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have heard of, and another one's called the doctrine and covenants. And in the doctrine and covenants, there's a really cool scripture. Uh, it's in doctrine and covenants section 130 verse 20 and 21. And this is what it says. It says, There is a law irrevocably decreed in heaven before the foundations of this world upon which all blessings are predicated. And when we attain any blessing from God, it is by obedience to that law upon which it is predicated. I don't know about you, but that is amazing. So we basically said in heaven, before we got here, there was a law irrevocably decreed. It means it cannot be taken away. It's there for forever. From the beginning of all time till for forever. Irrevocably decreed. Uh, upon which all blessings are predicated. Not some blessings, but all blessings are tied to this, to these laws, right? And then if we get a blessing from God, it's because of obedience to a law that is tied to that blessing. Is that pretty cool? And so with the class, I sat and I said, what blessings do you want? 
And so again, these are 14 year old kids. And I'm like, what blessings do you guys want? And one's like, I want a hot wife. So I wrote a hot wife on the board. And then you know, one's, I want a 4.0. I want to go to school. Anyway, they had all everything from like, I want a hot wife to like, I want to watch TV all day, right? So like, we had all these blessings on the board. I was like, cool. So these are the blessings you guys want, right? And I was like, and I don't, I don't want you to think about like, like worldly blessings, but like, who do you want to become? Like, that's a blessing, right? Like, who in your life, like, bigger than just like, oh, I want blah. Like, who do you want to become? We wrote down some of those things. Like, who do they want to become? I want to become a, a great father. I want to become um, someone who contributes to society. I want to become someone who changes the world, right? So then we started having some of these blessings that were like who they wanted to become. So that was kind of the first the first step. And then I pointed out, I said, okay, you know, each of these little, each of these blessings you guys want right now, as we now know, that they are irrevocably tied to a law. And if we follow that law, then guess what happens? You get the blessing. And again, irrevocably is a powerful, powerful word. Like God cannot take it away. Like it is irrevocable. Like if you follow that blessing, boom, you get that. Or if you follow that law, you get that blessing. I'm like, sweet. Okay, so now we know that. I was like, all we got to do is figure out like what law, what's the law that God created that then gives us that blessing, right? So that was step number one in, in this process, okay? Now step number two, I started talking about Tony Robbins. Now a bunch of 14, 15-year-old kids, none of them ever heard of Tony Robbins. I'm like, dang it. I'm like, well, he's this big, huge giant with big hands and big teeth, right? But one thing that Tony taught me, um, he said, if you want to be, be successful in this life, all you have to do is find people who are successful and then model them. But so step number two, I was like, if you know who you want to become, there's got to be somebody else who's already become that, Right? which means they followed some certain laws to get that blessing, right? So if I want that blessing in my life, my first thing I need to do is I need to find someone who already has that blessing because they've done something right. They followed some sort of law and God has given them that blessing, right? And so step number two in this is, is modeling. Like, let's find somebody who already has who, what you want, what you want to become. Okay? And I said, who do you guys have? Like, who's, who's a potential mentor? Who's someone you look up at and you're like, man, if I could be like that person, that would be amazing, right? So that's number two is finding that person and then modeling them. Okay, and I talked about how when I started wrestling, I, I was a really bad wrestler. I think I've shared this story with you guys before, but uh, one of my first days of wrestling practice, I found a guy who was better than me. His name's Adam. I'm like, okay, Adam's better than me. I'm going to model him. And we went out and we were running the track, and he kept, like, slowing down and taking shortcuts and, and all these things. I'm like, oh, well, he's good. I mean, maybe it's if you're good, it doesn't really matter. You can just kind of take shortcuts. So I'm taking shortcuts with him, and I'm kind of just following him as, as my mentor. And... Um, Unfortunately, what I didn't realize at the time was that he was doing things wrong. And the very first tournament I went to, I remember watching Adam, and I was like, man, this is my mentor. This is my guy. He's so good. And I remember watching him get beat badly, just getting thrown around like a little girl. And I was like, I picked the wrong mentor. <laughs> I, picked, I picked someone who's taking shortcuts. I said, Who is, who's not taking shortcuts that I can model? I looked at There was this guy named Matt Wood. He was a three-time state champ from my high school. He was about to be a three-time. And I said, you know what? Matt is the new guy I'm going to model. And so... I, I realized that he had a blessing that I wanted. I wanted to be a state champ. So what are the laws that he had to go through to get that? And I looked and I watched him work. I watched his work ethic. I watched the moves he was doing. I modeled things. And um, within uh, about two and a half years of me making that decision, I became a state champ. Um, and, uh, and it was all about finding someone who already had it and modeling them, right? Same thing happening in business. Like I, I was not a smart kid. Um, I would say... Um, I remember when I, when I applied for college, they, they, they have you get a rank of where you fall in your class. And uh, my graduating class is like 950 people. So it's a pretty big class, right? But I was on the lower half. More than half of the class was smarter than me. And it was a lot more. It was like, anyway, I was like on the bottom third. And I was just like, man, not only am I dumb, I'm one of the dumbest kids in the school. Like, that's what I thought about. 
And I struggled through high school, struggled through college. But when I got in business, I found people who were successful. Um, people I remember modeling, guys like Armin Morn. I looked at him every day. I was like, man, he is doing what I want to do. He's making software and he's selling it. People love him and I want to be Armin. And so I modeled him and guess what happened? In a very short period of time, I had a company similar to Armin's, right? And I found other mentors and I, and I, and I modeled them. So the second step is after you know what blessing you want is finding a, a mentor that's already gotten that blessing and then modeling them because they, they have, you know, either consciously or unconsciously, they have followed the laws that they need to, to get that blessing. So that's step number two. And then the third step, and this one is very, very important. This is, uh, again, scriptural, is, uh, is a concept that we call the law of the harvest. Can't ask kids, I'm like, who knows what the law of the harvest is? And, um, and uh, one of them said something that was right on. I said that you reap what you sow. And I said, yeah. And I said, you know, a lot of us, we look at what we want to become, right? I want to become whatever that thing is down in, in the distance where we're going. And, um, and, uh, and we get started, like, I want to be in shape. So we get out there and work out three days and we're like, I'm not in shape, this sucks, I'm out. And you just quit, right? I'm like, that's not how it works. I'm like, let's say I, I own a farm, I bought this land, and I'm like, I want broccoli for dinner tonight. I can't walk out there, throw some broccoli seeds out, and then get upset that by dinner I don't have any broccoli. Like, it's not how it works, right? It's all about we have to sow first. Like, you can't reap until you sow. So you sow, and you put the seeds out there, then you water them, then you, you weed them, and then you do all these things, and you protect them from the, from the elements, and then, um, you know, you do all the things you have to do to sow seed, and then when the season comes ripe, then you can reap the benefits of that, right? And it's the same thing for you. Like, just because you find a mentor does not mean you're suddenly going to start eating broccoli that night, right? You've got to go back and you've got to, to sow the seeds. You've got to put in the work and the effort and the trials, and there's going to be a lot of them, okay? Um, it's funny. I, I moved into my new ward, and I'm, I look like I'm 11. Some of you guys know that. Um, you know, and we have a, a, a bigger size house, and I get people all the time, they're just getting confused. They're like, how, like, what do you do? Like, you know, and, and I think sometimes I think that I'm just like, I got lucky, right? But they haven't seen the 12 years of, of sewing that I've had to put in to get to this point. Um, like it, it's insane. Like if, if I could show you the battles that I've lost and the scars that we have, um, I, I look a lot more than, uh, I look a lot more than, than 11. If you could see that side of it. Um, but I've been, I've been sewing, I've been sewing, I've been sewing and finally we're at a season where we're reaping it. And it's, uh, and it's exciting, but it was not something that happened overnight. It was the law of the harvest, okay? And so that's kind of the third step is, is you know the blessings. You know who you want to become. You found a mentor. You found someone to model. And so you can find out which, which laws they followed, and then you got to put in the work. And that's the law of the harvest. You've got to go and you've got to plant seeds. You've got to do the work. And if you do the work, which, by the way, you'll notice from your mentors how they got there too. <laughs> they sowed. That, that is how they got to where they are now. Um, but if you look at that, um, that's how you're going to get to where you want to become. And so for you guys, I want to challenge you to start thinking about this. Start thinking about who you want to become, find a mentor to model, and then start start uh, living the law of the harvest. Start planting seeds. And it may not be today, may not be tomorrow, might not be a year from now, might be three years from now. But if you sow, based on the law of the harvest, you will reap. And that's uh, something I also believe in as well. So there you go. Hope you guys didn't mind my church lesson for today. I hope you see how it's applicable to you in your life, no matter what you believe, uh, no matter what faith you're in. Um, but it's something that uh, my faith has brought to me that's gotten me excited, and uh, I hope that it gives some value to you as well. And so that's it, you guys. Um, if you don't have your tickets yet to Funnel Hacking Live, you're insane. Like, go get them. Funnelhacking.com is the place. 
The tickets are on sale now, but they are going quickly. Uh, this event may be the last I ever do because I have no idea how we could ever top this. We've got Marcus Limonis from The Prophet speaking. Um, we have got it's just it, it's it's going to be amazing. So be there or be square. Some people are like, well, Russell, tickets are expensive. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I spent almost a hundred grand just to get Marcus there so he could talk to you and other people. And I supply my whole staff and we rent a hotel and all these things. Like, I don't make money on this event. Just so you guys know, like, I'm risking hundreds, not 100, hundreds of thousands of dollars to entertain you for three days. And if you're not willing to spend, you know, whatever tickets are, six, five, six hundred, seven hundred bucks. For flights and hotels to come out here and do it, uh, you're insane. I remember Tony Robbins talking about one time. He's like, "You know, it drives me crazy." He's like, "You people go to this movie, and uh, you know, and, and people have risked hundreds of millions of dollars to make this movie, and you come in, you pay ten dollars, you sit there for three hours, you're like that movie sucked." He's like, "Are you serious? Like, someone risked hundreds of millions of dollars to try to entertain you for three, you know, for." For, for what, 180 minutes and you're complaining because you didn't think it was good enough <laughs> like he's like if you think about like kings back in the day like the, the most wealthy powerful people on earth you know, they'd have a court jester to entertain them where you have people spending hundreds of millions of dollars and you pay ten dollars for that experience and it just uh and it makes me laugh I've, I've never said i hated a movie since then when i kind of realized that wow <laughs> you know people are putting in their time and their effort to entertain us and the cost to us is 10 bucks 15 bucks insane like be grateful for uh for what is out there it's uh it's pretty amazing what's happening nowadays anyway that's it you guys i'm here at the office i got a fun-filled week of work while the rest of my community is at traffic and conversion summit so i'm gonna be working while they're playing uh one last story some of you guys know dan gable he's uh he is like the michael jordan of wrestling and uh, Dan was undefeated all through high school, all through college. So his last match in college, he lost to Larry Owings from Washington. Only match he ever lost. Um, he went on to, uh, I think three years later, became Olympic champ. And nobody scored on him in the Olympics. Uh, went, you know, not, not a single person scored on him. That's how, I mean, just amazing. But while he was training for the Olympics, um, he would put in seven hours a day in the gym because he was so obsessed he wanted to beat the Russians. Uh, the Russians were the powerhouse at the time. Then he'd go to bed at night. And he couldn't sleep because he knew the Russians were he knew the Russians were asleep. Or excuse me, he knew the Russians were awake training, and uh, it made him sick to his stomach. And so in the middle of the night, he'd wake up and he's like, "The Russians are training. I can't let them beat me." So he'd get up and he'd go running at two or three in the morning, because he knew that he didn't want to be sleeping while they were training. And um, I thought it was pretty powerful. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, this week is all about while everyone else is uh, is sleeping, I'm going to be training. Um, that's what's happening. So appreciate you guys. Have an amazing day, and I will talk to you all again very, very soon. Bye.